Hey, it's Cameo, and welcome. Just like you, I wear many hats, and sometimes I feel overwhelmed by the demands of everyday life. And there was a time when I felt lost, stuck, and unsure of how or where to start the transformation that I needed. And that's why we're here, to share experiences, lessons, tools, and tips for shaking up your life and living for you. I'm glad you're here, so let's get into it. Welcome to this week's episode where we are discussing the topic of how menial personal tendencies can reveal insights into a person's psyche, like the way that they organize their desk or fold their clothes or even squeeze their toothpaste. It turns out these small and seemingly insignificant habits can lead to clues about a person's personality and their inner world. So today we are going to explore these behaviors and how they provide insight into our attitudes, beliefs, our emotions, our interactions with others, and share ways to use these observations to better understand ourselves and the people we interact with on a daily basis. So Greg, let's just start this right off with talking about our toothpaste, because this is something that someone shared with us, and then we have shared it with so many others. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't remember where we got this from to give credit to it, but it's it's real. So <laughs> if you buy toothpaste in the tube and you start using your toothpaste, you're either going to be like me, where you just kind of squeeze it wherever, get the toothpaste, and that's it. And towards the end of that that toothpaste tube, it looks like someone just grabbed it. And, <laughs> and, and, and yours is like all good to go, but you squeeze it at the very top. I do. You know, and then there's some people that like roll it up from the bottom, you know, so they're all different, different, say different things about your personality and and how you kind of approach life. And if you look it up and someone that grabs a toothpaste by whoever and squeezes it by whoever, uh, very creative person, very abstract uh, person. and, And that's definitely, definitely how my mind works. And yours is very take control, take charge, and and you're grabbing it by the by the end there. So it's just hilarious to like when friends come over, we'll we'll show them or we'll say, hey, let's see your toothpaste tubes, and like, what do you mean? Like, look at it, and it's like, ah, it's it's so true, it's so real. Every time it's been right. Yeah, it was so fun to go look at ours when we were introduced to the idea and compare, but then also look at it and understand like, wow, that is really how we function. So for example, you're a little bit more rogue and a little bit more carefree about things, just kind of however, like haphazard, just kind of however things happen, squeeze the toothpaste in the middle. And that's how you approach a lot of things in life from an artist's perspective, throw paint on the canvas in the ways that you create, in the ways that you operate, in the ways that your mind thinks, it's just a little bit more abstract. And mine, as you said, is very, I don't like squeeze it all the way up to the top, like roll it up, but it's like most of it's up top and I like squeeze it through. And then as it you know starts to diminish, I squeeze more up to the top. It's very uh, organized in my mind. And that's how I approach things. I'm very checklist oriented. I'm very, there's a right way and a wrong way. I'm working on being more flexible about those kinds of things, but my toothpaste definitely indicated that that's how I function. I have to say also the last time we checked our own toothpaste, I had two tubes going. Do you remember that? We came Mm -hmm. home from sharing this with someone else 
at dinner and looked at our own toothpaste just to check and see if our our little uh, if we've changed if we've made any improvements or any changes in the way that we function with our toothpaste. And the only change was that I had two toothpaste tubes. They both looked exactly the same, but I have no idea why I had two going. But they it was confirmation that that is absolutely how I squeeze my toothpaste, no doubt about it. So as we started to kind of explore that a little bit and have conversations around it, you realize that what it does is allows you to have a better understanding of yourself and a better understanding of your partner or the people that you're interacting with. So early in our relationship, I didn't understand this. I didn't need the toothpaste probably to understand it, but it certainly helped create a visual as we've learned things about ourselves. But early in our relationship, something that didn't make a lot of sense to me was when you would do the dishes, for example, and you would do the dishes, you would rinse them off, clean them off well, put them in the dishwasher, and then the dishes were done. And in my mind, the dishes aren't done yet because there's water everywhere and the cabinets kind of need wiped down. Definitely the countertop. And based on the way I do things, I scrub out the sink too, because God knows what kind of bacteria is growing in there. So not right versus wrong, but just very different. And early in our relationship, it was right versus wrong. I'm like, this is the way you're supposed to do it. Squeeze that toothpaste out of the top. And you're like, squeezing your toothpaste. This is, it's done, even though there's water everywhere. And so having that visual of the toothpaste, even as like an indicator of our tendencies has helped me understand that it's not like a detriment to your personality. It's just how your brain functions. If you're not really paying attention or you're not, you know, aware of what's happening or that there's maybe a different way or, you know, compromising, that's just naturally what your tendency would be. And that's okay. But it was frustrating early on. And so I think the toothpaste analogy just brings that visual and has allowed me to look at things as menial as doing the dishes through a lens of understanding that that's just how you function. That's actually why I love you so much, because you do bring out this creative abstract side of our relationship that I need to balance me out. It's so amazing. Um, you, if you think about it, the things that attracted you to someone else in the very beginning is oftentimes the thing that annoys you as as the newness wears off in the relationship. So like when we were newly married and figuring life out together um, many, many years ago, it was like those things were annoying to you. But in the beginning, that's what you loved about me. It was my laid back and carefree, how I approached everything. But once you're going through life and you've got responsibilities and people need you and schedules and everything else, that becomes an annoyance. It's, I guess, just more of a a funny example and a funny tool to like create an awareness around that we are different. We are very complex as human beings because Yes, you are very structured and, and you love to to take the bull by the horns. You also love to leave the cheese out and you <laughs> leave the milk out. So that one's that one's just like it doesn't make sense to me, you know, but well, you know. in my defense, I'm like excited to eat whatever I've gotten out. There's no time to put the stuff away. It's like yeah. I got it out. I prepared what I'm going to eat. I'll eat and then I'll put it away. But yeah, according to my it toothpaste, just, that's not what I yeah. would you know, show. Absolutely. It just proves that we're not one dimensional uh, robots that while there's 90% of your life is very structured and in control, 
you're also 10%, you know, carefree and leave the cheese out. You're also, when we go to the beach and it's going to rip storm, you know, horribly, I'm the one that's like, I'm just going to sit in the car for a minute. And you're like, let's go. And you're like the adventurer, you know, and it's like, yeah, you would think that you'd be like, well, let's just wait this storm out, you know, the more practical. And I wonder, as I think through that, like the paddle boarding incident, Greg and I took our kids when they were really little to go paddle boarding and canoeing for the first time ever through like the mangroves. And in Florida, it like rains every day in the summer, basically from like May to October, there's a pop-up storm every day and it's ripping and roaring and thundering and lightning. And then it goes away in 30 minutes and you can move on with your day. So you can't ever make plans around the rain forecast in the state of Florida during that period of time. So we were going to go paddleboarding and canoeing and there was a pop-up storm and we roll up and we're getting like, we paid and we're getting ready to go out and it starts to rain. And we're like, well, not weird. Everybody's like, it's going to rain. And I'm like, it's going to be fine. It's just a pop-up storm. So we go out and we're having a great time for the first 10 minutes until the lightning starts striking. And we're stranded in the middle of the bay in the mangroves. And the kids are what, six and 10 or something. I mean, they were little and it was frightening. It was scary. But that I feel like where I'm going with this is that even though that was the adventurer in me, I feel like even that had some structure. Like there was some thinking behind it. If I really dig into it that, well, every day, this is what happens with these storms. And so while I am being a little bit haphazard, I'm actually very calculated in my decision to be haphazard. And I wonder if that's a theme throughout all of my adventurous off the cuff, kind of wild and crazy, let's do this attitude events. If it's calculated and organized behind the scenes or in my thought process, even though it might be a little bit wild and crazy, you know, how does that align? And that's uh, a great example of like something that I loved about you from the very, very beginning of being around you in the very beginning was that you were very adventurous and, and free, you know, free spirit. when it comes to like spur of the moment, let's do it, you know, let's, let's have fun, whatever. And it's like, who would think that that would also be the same person that's with the toothpaste and precision? There's so many complexities to this. Yeah. It's it's what makes us the whole person, you know? Right. And I think that the underlying theme here and the message and paying attention to it is just so that we can be aware and be a little bit more accepting and understanding of perhaps that's just the way someone ticks inside. There is no right or wrong. There is no explanation. It's just how they function. And then we are able to extend a little bit more kindness and compassion to the people in our lives or even to ourselves for certain behaviors that we have as being just a fabric of our being. Now, I say that with caution because I don't, what I don't mean is just accept all of these idiosyncrasies and accept all of these differences because they're, we're just different and that's how we function. I mean, obviously there's some compromise, there's communication that's important in all of this in a relationship. So back to the dishes to provide context here, I could have just continued to go on being frustrated about the way that you were doing the dishes instead of appreciative that you were doing them in the first place. Or I, tried the approach of like telling you there's a better way to do that. And of course that's always received well, 
when someone's giving unsolicited advice or not being grateful for what's being done. So do it this way. My way is right. Is not usually ever a great, a great yeah, option. Men love that. Men yeah, love I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's not just men either. I, I don't particularly enjoy that typically either, but so what we learned was that there's this acceptance that this is how he does the dishes. And there's this idea that like, I would like them to be done a different way. And so instead of being closed off to the idea, it was more of like a, I'm going to give to my wife in the way that she feels complete and feels loved in a way that, uh, respects and appreciates her tendencies to be a little bit more organized. And so it was just through effective communication, we kind of figured that out that you're not right. I'm not right. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. We just see things differently. We function differently. And then we were able to approach this through a different lens. And that's where that understanding comes in and why paying attention to these little things can make a big difference. By you just being able to understand that perhaps I I handle things differently than you, that I see the world differently than you, that that I process things differently, sometimes slower, faster. I'm not the same as you. Allows you to be softer, allows me to be more open to, to hearing, you know, just it it's forms better communication when you have an understanding, first of all, that we're unique and very complex the way we handle everything and we're not one size fits all, you know, it just makes navigating through life's little things like dishes, laundry, picking up kids, like just, just all of the things that we have to do as adults and parents and business owners and, you know, employees, whatever it is that we're doing, understanding that we're all kind of doing it the best we can. And we all have different ways of, of doing it is I think, a very important detail that we have to really, really embrace and understand to be happy ourselves, to, to, to know like, okay, I understand that you're not going to see this the way I do. And it's, it just changes the way that I then would approach that problem or situation with you or an employer or employee, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the situation is. Well, and I think in a relationship, for example, early on, it's not like I meant to feel like it's my duty to change you or to make you do the things in my way. But I think, you know, that's just maybe another part of my personality that was unrefined. And and I think that's probably pretty common in a lot of relationships where people think like, I can change that, or I can get them to do that my way. And through understanding this difference in this very simple visual way with the toothpaste, it really allows you to kind of let go of that as well. This, I don't need to change how you squeeze your toothpaste. So if I don't need to change how you squeeze your toothpaste, something that menial, maybe I don't need to change how you do the dishes either, because maybe it's not really that big of a deal. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And that we can understand each other in that way has eliminated a lot of stress and strain on our relationship. Another thing that has eliminated stress and strain on our relationship with regard to dishes in particular is that there was, there used to be a lot of frustration, not just in how they were getting done, but like who was doing them and when and how frequently. Right. And this kind of like 
the vision of duties and responsibilities around the house. And so it was common that like, instead of being grateful that you were doing the dishes in the first place, like I mentioned, I was nitpicky about how you were doing them. And then when you didn't do them, I was also equally as pissed off. Cause I'm like, I did them the last 10 times. Why aren't you doing them? And then there's this like underlying resentment that just keeps building. And while it may not be that important or the cause of a fight, it is like the bubbling under the surface that when one more thing happens, there's a big explosion, or at least in our, our experience, there has been, you just can only take so much. We're humans, right? So you just have this buildup of frustration. And so in a way we looked at that and went, how can we eliminate this frustration and resentment and confusion around doing these menial tasks in our household? And we said, let's divide and conquer. So in our house, you always do the dishes and I always do the laundry. It has eliminated this frustration that we have at each other because I just know that even if the dishes are overflowing and the sink looks like a bomb went off, I can walk right by it guilt-free and it is not my job and you'll do it. And there's no like confusion around that or expectation otherwise. At the same time, it gives me an opportunity to step in and do something that's a kind gesture to take something off of your plate and you aren't expecting me to do it. So it's something that is so, such a small task, but then you can recognize as effort. You can recognize as kindness and as a way of me showing that I've got your back that wasn't there before. And the same with the laundry. When, when I'm overwhelmed or I've been busy and it looks like a bomb went off in the laundry room, you know I'm going to do it, but it gives you an opportunity to step in and throw a load of towels in for me and safely, you know, take a load off of my plate literally. And I'm like, so appreciative of that. It, it changed the whole perspective of how that works. So rather than being upset about it and fighting about it and letting it be a, a just one more chip in the armor, we said, let's, let's, address this. And that might be helpful to some of you, because I know in some of the conversations that we've had with people, like the dishes and laundry are a major thing, how the dishes get done, when they get done, who's doing them. It is like a big topic of conversation when we start having these conversations. So it might be helpful to somebody else out there too. And that just goes back to communication, having good communication. It just alleviates a lot of stress. It creates a more of a environment where there's a lot of knowing and there's not a lot of questioning and wondering. It's just knowing that this is the way this works. And it might sound really, really oversimplified and, and silly to say, but like whatever the, the household chores are, whatever the things that need done on a daily basis or weekly basis, having a conversation about it, especially in a new relationship, it might be uncomfortable to talk about and silly, but if you do that and you kind of establish, you know, who's doing what, that ensures that everyone's kind of rowing in the same direction. The boats mm -hmm. move forward and everyone's happy and we feel good. And it fosters an environment of teamwork versus me versus yeah. you. And yeah. we're not mind readers. Like you, you weren't doing it intentionally or I wasn't doing it intentionally early in our marriage or our relationship, but we were just making a lot of assumptions instead of like sitting down and having a conversation about something even that simple. When you go to work, you know what you're responsible for. You know what you contribute to your team, right? And in our marriage, we weren't really giving it that. And so when we started treating it that way, everything seemed to kind of flow a little better because there wasn't 
this uncertainty that surrounded that because we didn't want to have an uncomfortable or what seemed like a really stupid conversation to have to have, right? I think it's interesting to take a look at these things like your toothpaste and the way that you do dishes and the way that you show up in your relationships in these menial, seemingly indifferent ways that would probably not have any significance on the relationship. But if you start paying attention to them, it's interesting to see how they actually do because they kind of showcase your tendencies, your attitudes, and what you bring to the party. And it opens up an opportunity for understanding, for growth, compassion, communication. It's, it's just a really good icebreaker too. Mm -hmm. Hey, yo, congratulations on investing into yourself and your growth. I hope you found this episode to be beneficial and feel proud of yourself for showing up. If you found this episode helpful, please consider sharing with someone else who may benefit from it too. I'd love to hear from you. So hit me up on all socials at Cameo Elise Braun. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow for new episodes and updates. Also, it's super important to mention this is intended for entertainment and education through experience. None of it is fully known to be fact and is not a replacement for professional advice from a therapist or doctor. Thank you so much for being here with me. And be sure to thank yourself for showing up.